Hello everyone, uh, welcome to the fourth episode of Randomly Musing. Uh, it's great to be back. Uh, the title of this episode is called Coming to America. And it sort of plays off uh, the title of one of my favorite movies of all time, uh, obviously called Coming to America uh, by Ed Murphy. And it also ties into uh, what I'll be discussing on this episode. Uh, so I hope you guys are ready to have a little bit of fun on this uh, fourth episode. So I moved to the U.S. in 2001. But long before that, I'd been exposed to, at least in my mind, uh, the U.S. So I thought I knew quite a lot about the country and its culture. My exposure, however, was through a movie called Coming to America by Ed Murphy. Great, great movie. Definitely my favorite movie of all time. Um, it was an awesome movie. Actually, in that movie, Ed Murphy played an African prince who took a trip to the U.S. to find his true love. Uh, it went to New York, actually. Great storyline. Uh, if you haven't seen it by now, you're missing out. You should definitely check it out. It, it, it's an awesome movie. I can't you know, I can say that enough. Anyway, fast forward to 2001. So I flew into the U.S. for the very first time on this long flight from Jeddah, Saudi Arabia to New York. My final destination was actually to Houston, Texas. I was going there to start um, college. So I had a, a connecting flight from New York to Houston. I had about two hours uh, worth of layover in, uh, in New York. However, to get to my boarding gate, I had to connect to a different terminal. And being a young Nigerian boy, fresh off the boat, you know, I wasn't going to take any chances of missing my flight uh, from New York uh, to Houston. So I needed to ask for directions. Uh, so I, I found the very first person I could see happened to be a security guy. Um, so I needed to ask him for the right directions, right? The guy was very nice, you know, was very patient with me, you know, he, he gave me directions step by step and kind of showed me how to get around and all this stuff. However, in his directions, uh, there was a word that kind of got me confused. And the word was elevator, right? See, I'm from Nigeria and we use the British English. So what I now know today to be elevator uh, is what we call lift back in Nigeria. So I didn't know what the word elevator meant. And this was the very first time I had to really decipher what it meant and kind of use it in a practical manner, right? So it threw me off, you know, but I didn't want to seem too stupid. You know, I didn't want to keep acting as though I didn't know anything. So I kind of brushed it off and acted as though I knew exactly what it was saying. And I literally walked off more confused than before I'd asked him for directions. Um, I can't really remember how exactly I got to my terminal, but this was my very first cultural shock in the new world because it took me quite a while to figure out where I was going. I must have asked a couple of other people how to get to where I was going, but I was one of the last people to board my flight. I literally almost missed my flight. Uh, I, I remember that much, but I finally made it to the plane. You know, I got on the plane. And I ended up sitting next to this young girl. She was about my age, you know. So I thought, okay, good. Uh, it would be a good way to strike up a conversation and get to start meeting people and start understanding the new country I would be living in, right? 
So once we got up in the air, you know, I I thought to try to strike up that conversation, right? And this was about the time I I actually truly realized how strong my accent was, because up until that time I'd never had any self conscious reason to believe I had an accent, really. But for a very good eighty to ninety percent of the conversation I had with this girl, she couldn't understand a word I was saying. Literally, every time I would say something, she would either say "what," excuse me, I didn't hear what you said, and it was almost as though I was speaking a different language. It, it was amazing because I kept thinking to myself, "I'm speaking English," you know, and she just couldn't understand anything I was saying. Needless to say, you know, our conversation didn't last more than I'd say ten to fifteen minutes because at some point I literally just got frustrated. I just thought, okay, you know what? Maybe I need to go back to school and you know learn how to speak English. But funny enough, you know, the rest of the fight, I kept thinking to myself, "Oh boy, you know, how the hell am I going to survive university life if nobody could understand what I was saying?" Or if I couldn't understand the different meanings in the new world, you know, and it really bothered me for the rest of the flight, almost like two hours or something. I can't remember now, but it was an amazing experience, and to me, it just showed there's a difference between what you see on TV uh, in movies and what actually happens in real life. So if you base a lot of your thoughts on what you see on uh, television, you might be in for a rude awakening when you actually expose yourself to a different culture and you thought you probably knew the culture, but you truly have to actually experience it in order to actually uh, fully understand and appreciate uh, uh, a different country or a different culture. So but that was my story about, you know, experiencing something new for the very first time. And it actually happened to me right as soon as I go into a different country. So welcome to America. You know, I would be really interested in getting to know what you guys think. And if you have any stories of when you first moved to a different country or a different city, how did you uh, get comfortable? How did you assimilate into a different culture? Uh, Till next time, thanks for listening. And it's been fun.